This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Welcome into another edition of the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. Yours truly, Brandon Worth, joining you here on this Saturday. Big thanks to everybody tuning in here on News Radio WBRN, whether you're on 1460 AM, 107.7, and 96.5 FM, as well as online at WBRN.com and the WBRN mobile app. Big thanks to you guys, the fans, for continually providing us with a great fan base for this show. And big thanks also to our great local sports supporters for their help as well. Those include Johnson's Automotive, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Moda Macasta Osceola Transit Authority and the Macasta Osceola Career Center. Big thanks to you for helping us here on the West Michigan Sports Show. And if you want to help as well, reach out to the Big Rapids Radio Network. Say you want to help with the West Michigan Sports Show. And we'll hook you up here as a local sports supporter of this program. Today, we have a bracket for the CSAA Girls Basketball Tournament. We'll go over that. The first round matchups, what could be in store, as well as the district assignments as well. Boys, starting up next week, we'll get into that. We'll run through the local sports scoreboard as well. And to finish out the show, I'm going to dive into the subject of signing day festivities. I recently came across a photo on social media. I believe it was LinkedIn, actually, uh, of a young man at Reed City, a football player um, that signed on not to compete at the next level with a college, but signed on with a company for a trades job journey. Super cool idea, very unique uh, perspective that it brings. And it really kind of brought back to me the idea of signing on to play a college sport. What does the signing day festivities truly mean? And this is something that I want to get into because I feel like we've lost the full, full meaning of what it means to sign on with a college to compete for that school in that sport and get your education for the four to five years or less that you are there with that school. So we'll get into that topic as well later on in the show. Going to be a very interesting one, so stay tuned for that. But first, we get into the local sports scoreboard, all of the recent scores from around the league and more. Uh, We'll start back on February 19th, where we left off. Big Rapids takes down White Cloud in an overtime thriller there in Cardinal Arena, 53-48 in overtime. Cardinals beat the Indians as well as on the other side of the gold tier bracket. Reed City beats Grant in dominant fashion at home, 60 to 41. The Coyotes take down the Tigers uh, in the crossover down in the tier below bracket. Central Macomb traveled to Kent City and beat the Eagles in dramatic fashion, 55-52. They're in overtime, as well as Tri-County and Lakeview battled down to the wire in Howard City. It was the Vikings on top, 54-46, as well as Nuego beats Chippewa Hills by 10, 58-48 at home. In there in boys' action, girls' action as well, finishing up the regular season on Monday. Uh, the first games of the week, Hart takes down Morley Stanwood on the road, 45-40 there in Morley, as well as as Muskegon Oak Ridge battled Nuego, hosting on their grounds. The Lions fall to the Eagles 46-38. to Your score there. Moving into Wednesday, they obviously had the CSAA Tournament Championship game, which Big Rapids defends their title from last year. They defeat their rivals in a revenge match from December 8th. They win it 48-46 at Reed City. Big win for Coach Ingles and Coach Thomas in that 
in that team, especially that crew, that fan base. They really earned that win, no doubt about it. We may see this matchup likely again, potentially for a district championship coming up next Friday. I will be stoked as ever if that were to be the case. But uh, in the consolation game, Grant takes care of White Cloud. They get revenge 66 to 59 there in Grant, as well as Kent City beats Chip Hills dominant 56 to 30. Your final score. Kent City sends a message after that OT loss. And Molly Stanwood battles Lakeview once again, 52-41. It's the Mohawks over the Wildcats. Uh they're 52-41. And Lo- in Nuego and Central Montcalm. Unfortunately, did not look like a game from the very beginning. Nuego looks very, very hungry for district play after falling out of the CSAA tournament title hopes. They win 82 to 40 over Central Montcalm. They dominate the Hornets there at home. Also in non-conference action, Tri-County in girls hoops uh, beats Carson City Crystal 53-30 to and Nuego defeats Shelby 48-41. to Your final scores there. Finishing out as well, February 22nd, some makeup games. Uh, Grant and Montague facing off there on Friday. It's the Montague Wildcats over the Grant Tigers, 75-67 to in an offensive slugfest there from Grant, as well as Tri-County takes down Molly Stanwood, 54-34 to in a CSAA crossover game there on Friday. Also on the 20th, or excuse me, those were on Thursday. Here's the Friday games for you as well. Some of them finishing up the regular season. Midland Calvary Baptist falls to Central Montcalm at home. The Hornets get the win 63-45 as well as in girls hoops, the ones we are all following. Reed City beat Central Montcalm in a nail-biter, 42-41. to The Coyotes hold off the Hornets at home. Boy, that's a huge win for Coach Belfuse. They'll be playing for a CSAA tournament title here coming up next week, as well as Grant and Molly Stanwood will. We were wondering about this game. It's Molly Stanwood in overtime. 64-57, the Mohawks and Coach Raven lock up the number one seed as they defeat Grant in overtime there in what was a classic. Kent City also beats Lakeview dominant fashion 57-30. to Your final score from that one as well as the last score on the docket from Friday. Chip Hills falls to Nuego 54-24 to there from Remus. Those are your local sports scores. Well, hold that thought. I missed over the Monday scores or excuse me, the Tuesday scores from girls basketball. So I'll get back to those here. I just completely skipped a section. So apologies about that. Here we go. So back to last Tuesday, uh, some games conference, some games non-conference. Uh, I believe most of them on this docket, I believe were non-conference matchups. Uh, so here we go. Beale city, Chippewa Hill squared off. It was the Aggies over the Warriors, 67, 33, uh, Cadillac beats big rapids in a thriller, 41, 39 defensive slugfest for sure. Grant takes down Whitehall, 71, 44 Howard city, tri County over Hesperia dominant fashion 71-18 as well as Pine River falls to Lakeview on the road 41 to 55 or excuse me Lakeview being on the road that is and McBain defeats Reed City 40 to 36 so those are all of your official scores you can check out mhsa.com for more but now that we have them we'll get to the district or excuse me not the district assignments the CSAA tournament uh it is going to be very very exciting so based on what we have it is set in stone 
We got our seeds. Molly Stanwood will host Reed City in round one. So the nine and one Mohawks, after defeating Grant, find their way up into the table and they get themselves back on top. So they will host Reed City, who finished eight and two, 12 and eight on the season. Molly Stanwood, nine and one, 16 and three overall. And then Kent City will host Grant after the flip. Kent City with the higher MPR will flip up into that number two spot over Grant with their loss to Morley Stanwood. So that puts Kent City hosting Grant there in that first round of CSA tournament action. Crazy to think about it, but that's the way that it all turned out. So we will have an opening round of Moe Stanwood hosting Reed City and Kent City hosting Grant in the first round of the CSAA girls basketball tournament. And then obviously both winners will face each other in Thursday's championship game. Do take in mind, it is not the same dates. Uh, It is not Monday, Wednesday. It is Tuesday, Thursday for this tournament, obviously because of potential district uh, conflictions of schedules with the boys' side. So Tuesday will be the opening round. I believe both games are slated for 7 p.m. for both the Morley Stanwood Reed City game and the Kent City Grant game. Um, And then there will also be 7 o'clock on Thursday for the CSAA championship. So there you go. It's going to be a very interesting match. Matchup. I look at these uh, these first two matchups. Kent City Grant should be uh, a really thrilling basketball game. I really look forward to that just because Grant obviously is a very good team this year. Uh, they finished out uh, certainly a little bit slower than they would have wanted to. A couple losses along the way. And Kent City has finished red hot rattling off at least I'm trying to count them all in my head as I'm continuing to go through this list. Since Kent City's loss to Reed City, which was back on January 18th, they have not lost a basketball game since January 18th. So it's going to be a fun matchup. Last time these two teams met, by the way, you may ask, overtime win for Kent City. So Grant looking for revenge on their minds, especially losing at home. Now they're going to have a chance to beat Kent City at their place. Should be very exciting as well as Reed City has played spoiler uh, throughout this year to some of those top teams and they'll look to do so against Morley Stanwood. Last time those two teams met, it was an eight-point thriller in Reed City. We probably expect a similar type of matchup there in Morley Stanwood this time coming up. Should be very fun. Can't wait for it as well. District assignments as well. For the boys' side starting this week, for those looking for coverage, we got it for you. Now, big news. Along with Big Rapids games, we have officially decided that we will cover Reed City games as well on the radio. So Coyote fans, I'll get you coverage for Reed City in their opening round game in the semifinals on Wednesday. And if they make it to that district final game on Friday as well, if Big Rapids is there or not. So we will have that coverage for you. Should be very exciting to cover both of these teams for however long they go as there's no schedule restriction. So we're going all in. So we will start off on Monday at seven o'clock. Big Rapids against Manistee in the quarterfinal round. And then Wednesday, obviously, depending the first night uh, results, we will might potentially have a doubleheader for you on basketball in district play on Wednesday. 5.30 will be Reed City against the winner of Hart and Mason County Central. And then if Big Rapids were to beat Manistee and play Ludington, we'd have that game for you right after at 7 o'clock. It'll be very, very exciting. And then obviously, if either team moves to the district final, we'll have that game as well on Friday night at 7 o'clock. It should be fun. But do note, do note, put in all exclamation points, underline if you're taking notes, these games will be on Big Country not WBR and big country. We're going big for this thing. 
We're going all in. We need all the listeners that we can get. So we're moving to big country. So be sure to stay tuned for that. You'll hear more over the weekend on it, over these stations, as well as on all of our network stations here with Big Rapids Media. But we got to take a break. We'll be right back with more after this here on WBRN. We return to the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. Time to talk signing day. What does that mean at the high school level and what it used to mean and how it has changed drastically, it feels like, in the world of sports media. But we'll get into that. This was a topic that came to mind uh, really kind of out of the blue, like I mentioned with the story in the first half of the show, kind of hearing the ideas around uh, what signing day means to a lot of these athletes, uh, what that entails when it comes to what they look for out of the celebration, out of the festivities, out of the whole event that day, whether they're at the school, whether they're at their house, whatever it may be. It, it definitely differs in the person. And I think there's a drastic difference in what it used to be years ago. And I'll kind of go over what my thoughts are as far as that is concerned here, kind of traditional talk show type of format here for this segment. But uh, this one obviously came out of the blue with this. It's not like I was planning on having this earlier on, like a lot of the segments that I've brought uh, over the last couple of weeks uh, when I'm talking about these traditional ones, talking about officials, talking about NIL, talking about rules and all those sort of things. Um, but this is an interesting one. So let me know on the WBRN contact info tab on WBRN.com what you think. If you like these segments, if you like the top fives, if you like the interviews, we'll get to more interviews later on. Uh, I was going to conduct a couple uh, going to the high schools for some local signing days. Congratulations to Ryan Allen, who will be going from Reed City to Alpena Community college to run cross country. Congratulations to him, as well as Brody Delameter from Grant High School going to Ferris State this fall uh, to run cross country and track as well. So congratulations to him for being a bulldog. I wanted to interview these guys in person at their signing days, but obviously, as you can tell from my voice, for those that listened in on Wednesday's broadcast, as well as you could probably tell right now, uh, I just recently overcame the flu. Hit me like a freight train on Tuesday. So we're on the mend on the upward trajectory, thankfully. Uh, but be sure you guys are staying safe out there. Uh, stay healthy. Make sure you're washing your hands, making sure you're layering up outside. The weather is certainly not helping our cause going back and forth and fluctuating so much. Um, so be sure you guys stay safe and stay healthy outside as well. Um, but I think especially we'll get back to those interviews as well uh, here later on over the next couple of weeks for our episodes. But without stalling, we'll get right to the topic at hand here with signing day, what that means. So I'll tell you guys my personal story of signing day. It was very different, kind of unique, because many people make their decisions to run or to compete, whether it's in whatever sport it can whiz, volleyball, wrestling, uh, softball, soccer, football, no matter what it is. Usually you make your decision probably before your senior year of competition. That's typically kind of considered, uh, kind of considered what is normal or orthodox, um, is making that decision slightly before your senior year, because then you don't feel like you have as much pressure to play. Now, there are some people that feel they need their senior years to really, you know, pop off statistically or in as far as in film to be able to really show your improvements, to earn those offers. So some people wait till after, uh, their senior years. Now, the, the fun part about it is when you have multiple sports to consider, then you kind of have to 
oh, which one do I really want to do? Okay, is there a school? If I had to pick a school, if sport didn't mean as much that I could get to, could I get there for one sport rather than maybe the other? Then you obviously have the kind of delay there on when you get actually accepted into that school. So there's a lot of things to consider and everybody chooses their time differently. My official date that I decided to be a Fair State Bulldog running cross country and track and field was June 2nd. And you're probably thinking, oh, the year before, right? No, no. It was June 2nd of after my senior year. It was the morning of my college graduation open house. It was at my house and my mom and my dad were sitting there and like, you made your decision, right? And I'm like... Yeah, I have. I had obviously known a couple of days before I'd prayed about it and I obviously had came to do the decision, but I never I made the official phone call until that morning. And and that was really kind of exciting because everybody was coming to my open house. It wasn't like I was making like a movie where everyone's just going to show up and that'll be finding out, you know, it's not like we're having an interview with LeBron James uh, to tell whether he's going to Miami or not. You know, it wasn't like I was trying to make that sort of intrigue and just this interest. It wasn't like anything like that. It was just, I had waited so long because I had multiple different offers from multiple different schools, from multiple different sports that I had to consider. And especially for baseball, which I had a lot of offers at the time, I had to wait because I had to consider all of them and see them through and through because I hadn't decided yet if I was going to do cross country track and field, if I was going to do baseball. So I was really kind of comp- contemplating between the two. And so I ultimately chose Fair State. I ultimately decided to run cross country and track and field. It was a great decision. I would certainly do it again. Uh, but I think the, the most funny thing was I obviously had kind of told people, obviously they found out at my graduation open house, they're happy for me, so on and so forth. I ended up having my signing day a couple days after. And I say signing day using air quotes in this audio medium that you guys obviously can't see over the airwaves, but it really wasn't anything like special. I obviously brought the balloons and the tablecloths and the news outlets were there. And obviously there was obviously people there that it meant a lot to me, my coaches, my teammates, family, friends, so on and so forth. It really wasn't anything like extravagant though. I have seen these crazy signing day videos on social media over the last year. And it is honestly mind boggling to see what some of these schools, some of these parents, some of these students, some of these schools are even sending. And I, you, you can't make the argument that some of these schools are not involved in this as well indirectly. Uh, but there's so much going on in these signing days. It's almost like we forget signing day is supposed to be a celebration of you signing your contract to go to that school and play that sport, right? Your national letter of intent, your NLI signing day. That's hence what the entire event's name used to stand for. But with all these commitment events and we bring out the whole community to honor this student athlete, and I'm not saying that that's wrong. I think we should definitely encourage that. But I think we've, it really kind of feels like we're now starting to sign on for the wrong reasons. And this is kind of one part I'm going to highlight here. And I want you to stay with me, even though this sounds kind of kind of out in left field a little bit. And this is kind of a unique perspective, but just hear me out on this, right? And I know there's a different opinions out there and I know they have a lot of credibility on either side and you can make the argument and there's no right or wrong answer because everybody should make their own decision when it comes to going into college athletics and where they go and what sport and so on and so forth. You should be signing on to be a college athlete 
preparing for the negatives more than the potential of the positives. And this sounds very weird, but let me explain what I mean by this. College athletes, there's almost two, three guarantees that will happen as a college athlete that you will experience at the collegiate level at some point during your collegiate career. Might not be freshman year. A lot of times these may happen freshman year. Statistically, those are more proven. And those three three things are an injury, a conflict with a team member, coach, or administrator, or a stress of life both either at your home at that time, whether you're in a dorm, whether you're off campus in an apartment, basically homesickness being away from home for the first time, right? For some people, fortunately, like myself, I was able to be at home the first couple years of school and kind of adapt as I went. But don't, I won't lie to you to say that I wasn't ever homesick, even though I was 20 minutes away from home. I, I can't, I won't lie to you and say that I've not felt that way before. And you're like, oh, well, Brandon, there's people going five hours away for school and you were 20 minutes. Like you could drive home and drive back and be fine. It's like, well, I can tell you that I stayed at my house in Big Rapids and I, cause I know I needed to work on that. Like a lot of these other student athletes will when they're hours away from school, it's not like they can drive home. You know what I mean? Like there's still that growth as a person that you need to be able to have going forward in your life. But those three things will happen, right? Injury, homesickness, and conflict. Those will happen. And a lot of times, like I said, they will happen in the first year you're at school, right? Because they were the sales pitch of recruitment is a lot of times past everyone's heads on what actually will happen when you get there. Because a lot of these schools will put on a show for you. And trust me, I've seen it from some schools. I'm not going to name them out and I'm not going to trash them because, you know, that's not that's not the right thing to do. That's not professional. Uh, but you, they put on a display where you're like, wow, this they, they're making this seem like a like a top tier Ivy League school, you know, but it's like I know I know you're not. But that's what they do. That's what they do. They sell their program. They sell it to you, right? They're salesmen. Recruitment is sales, right? They are selling you the experience. We want you here. I need you badly, right? They say these things all the time, but you got to know what you need to do and you got to know what is going to happen. And when that happens, what are you going to do about it, right? If you're 17 hours across the United States, and you have a major problem with homesickness, how are you going to plan to battle with that, right? If you have a couple people that are going to be on your roster with already signed players that went to a rival school that you have history with not getting along with, when you're both in on the floor in a champion, conference championship basketball game, are you going to be able to sort out your, your hatred for each other? Are you going to do those things, right? If you're going into a top tier school academically, even though you struggled in high school, how are you going to adapt going into that situation, right? If you're signing an NLI, you should be prepared for those moments. Obviously, you will have the great moments of succeeding in your sport, making great friends that will literally last you a lifetime as your teammates. You meet coaches that are beyond caring for you and will take care of you just like your own parents would. And those are all great things and you should sign for those reasons. But all I'm saying is we need to be more in mind of those other situations more than what just may happen. Because if you go for the mays, the possibilities, the maybes, 
there's a much higher percentage of a chance that you will be disappointed, right? Signing day should be a great thing. Don't get me wrong. But when, as an athlete, you sign that paper, all we're saying is know what you're signing up for. Don't just sign the papers to have your name in the newspaper. That's what I'll leave you with. Thank you for tuning into the West Michigan Sports Show. Subscribe for more on Apple, Spotify, and more, as well as WBRN.com. Until next Saturday, Brandon Ward signing off here on the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force.